My name is some guy. Uh, I don't know. I'm really tired. Um, guys, say stuff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. That was not a voice crack. My name is Jeff Christo. I'm here with my co-host, Walker Kelly. And Mike Valverde. Let's start with the Michigan man. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yes. Mike, how is the second most famous uh, Michigan uh, fan behind uh, Tom Brady? Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, great victory. Let's go blue. Hell yeah. It was awesome. Walker, a little less of a Michigan fan, but a Michigan fan for one day. That's correct. Yes. 364 days of the year. I am a ardent uh, Michigan hater, but <laughs> I hate Ohio State a lot more than Michigan. So good job, Michigan. Yes. Uh, temporary go blue. Yeah, yeah. It was, I believe your t- tweet was something like deep sigh, go blue or something. Yeah, like that. I, I pretty much had the same tweet every year where I'm like a very exasperated go blue. <laughs> it was, I, my version of that is, is it is with a heavy heart that I must proclaim. Uh, like go Seahawks or something if they're playing right, the yeah, Cowboys. Like this, yeah, <laughs> like this Monday night game between the Bears and Vikings. Like I am backed into a corner where I have to root for the Bears. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. All right. Well, um, I was la- basically laying down in my chair because it's the post-Thanksgiving episode, recording it on Saturday, as evidenced by the Michigan man uh, comment. We are not from the future, although maybe we are. Who knows? Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Thursday, Friday's games. Um, I don't know if there's much to talk about for some of these games because they went exactly as we thought. And then we'll run down um, all of week 12's action. So let's do this. Let's start with Packers-Lions, a game that uh, if you just looked at the final score, uh, you did not get the whole story because the Packers were cruising in the first half and then the Lions came storming back. Yeah, I mean, storming back is a little polite to the lions they, <laughs> they, they, they were they pretty much got dump trucked all game and then they scored a late touchdown on a good drive and made it look competitive but it wasn't very competitive to be honest i mean yeah <laughs> it's a i mean it, it goes down as a one score loss so i guess i'll take it but i mean and and what i will give the lions is no matter how bad they play they don't ever give up on the game and mm-hmm. so Teams have to earn it against them, but and the, the Packers did. You know, good good for them. They they played probably their best game of the season. Um, Jordan Love was good. The receivers played well, largely. Uh, the defense. Joe Barry called a really good game, and uh, the defense played well. So I'll give them credit. They played a good game. Um, I was listening to this podcast, and this uh, very smart fan uh, person, I think a Lions fan, said that the Lions offensive line was trash and the Lions secondary was trash, and that's why they lost. That would be the TH Fantasy podcast, which Walker guested on this week. I did, yes. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, the, the offensive line that is usually really good, not good. And then the secondary that's usually really bad, still bad. Yeah, and um, it turns out letting Christian Watson just constantly get behind you does not work. Nope, it's not very helpful. Actually. He has what he has one move, and it's get behind the people. And the Lions kept letting him do it. Yeah, Jerry Jacobs let him do it like four times. Yeah. So um, AJ Dillon continues to stink, but uh, Jaden Reed, uh, he's re- he's good at football. He's just not getting the opportunities to produce. Uh, he got a touchdown in this one, which kind of saved his day. But four for thirty-four. I mean, 
he's the best receiver on the team, but Christian Watson still being utilized as the number one. Yeah. He's the best receiver on the team, but the way that they use Christian Watson is more conducive to fantasy points because they're using Christian Watson, like we said, to get behind the defense, whereas Jaden Reed's just kind of, he's you the, know. He's on short and intermediate targets. I was going to say he's a poor man's Amon Ross St. Brown is how they use him, but not enough targets. Short and intermediate. So, um, Mike, what do you what do you think about this Jordan Love fella? 268 and three. Is he good now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking watching the, watching the game. I'm like... I actually got a trade offer for uh, my first round, which was like the second pick in this league. And um, I declined it, but uh, for Jordan Love, but man, after watching Sunday, I'm like, well, maybe I should have pulled the trigger because this guy looks really good. Um, yeah, he looked good this game. We'll see what, if he can continue it. Um, the last couple of games, he's he's looking better and better so it may may continue or it may not just just too too um, early to tell yeah i mean he has three straight games inside the top 12 at quarterback uh it could be a situation where this team has a lot of young pieces that tried to that needed to figure out who they were and what they were doing especially in the second or in the passing game you know you have dobbs you have reed you have uh watson you have um dontavian wicks um, you had Luke Musgrave until his stomach exploded. Um, yeah. You have a lot of guys who were trying to find their way. And I think that that might be maybe they're starting to come together. And, and uh, you know, maybe Jordan Love isn't this, you know, otherworldly talent like uh, Packers fans want him to be to start his career. And maybe he wasn't he isn't this bum that we wanted him to be as yep. non-Packers, <laughs> as Niners, yeah. <laughs> Niners fans, uh, Lions fans and avowed Packers hater. Uh we uh he's not who we wanted him to be but at the same time last two games chargers detroit pretty good matchups for quarterbacks from a fantasy perspective so it might be just that he settles in the middle as like um sam howell yeah sam howell type well uh maybe not to uh, thursday sam howell but like a sam howell type like a back end qb1 high end qb2 type guy yeah i mean he's like i said who did he play the week before the chargers uh pittsburgh Okay, that's not a great matchup. So fair yeah. enough on being top twelve that week, but yeah, these last two have been uh, definitely pretty easy teams to to beat in the air. I mean, the Lions are dead last against the pass since week seven, and the Chargers, I believe, are second or third to last against the pass over the whole season. So yeah, not uh, not beaten up on the best there. I would just like to say he was top twelve in a week that had. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tungavailoa, and Bryce or uh, and uh, Jalen Hurts on by. Mm, okay. And so what, that, and what number quarterback was he? Twelve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe not so much credit for that one then. Yeah, because I I was looking at this and I was like, this isn't an impressive performance. It was uh two eighty nine and two with uh eleven rushing yards. I'm like, how is that top twelve? And it's because there were three top twelve quarterbacks that didn't play that week. So. Um, all right. Um, elsewhere on the Packers, I mean, nothing to really talk about. AJ Dillon, uh, he's not that good, folks. He's, he's not not very good. Got enough touches that he was fine as like a low end RB two. Um, that's what he is when Aaron Jones doesn't play. Uh, is he's you know he he gets most of the touches and he doesn't do a whole lot with them, but he'll get you like ten points. Yeah. Um, currently eight ga- or eight teams have played. He's currently RB seven. So that's great. You know, just uh, exactly what you expect type of game. 
Ugh. All righty. Um, so, Mike, uh, let's talk about the Lions a little bit. And uh, actually, um, I'm going to change that because I forgot we had questions for this game. Let's talk to Walker. And then, Mike, Walker wanted to know if there's any room for Jameson Williams in this offense. Uh, a little bit. There should be more, I think. Um, he's been good the last few games. He's playing a lot more snaps, so he he's getting on the field. Now, he does do a lot of blocking because he is very good at that, and he also runs a lot of kind of clear-out routes. So his target share is never going to be, like, astronomically high because of how, how he's used and what his skill set is. But even if he can get up to, like, a 15% target share, he's so explosive that he can be a weekly flex play at that level. We just need to see him get a little bit more involved more consistently. I, I think at this point you can't really play him because – He's getting like three or four targets. If he was up to five, then you could consider. Yeah. Um, I remember in this game, his first catch, it was, I don't remember if it was a slant or what the, what the route was, but he was kind of open in space. And I was like, okay, Jameson Williams, like that kind of reminded me of, you know, these more shifty, like fast receivers, like a young Odell Beckham who could take it, take a slant all the way to the house. than this like mm-hmm. deep threat option, like they've been using him just go routes and blocking. So, yeah, I mean, he, he's capable of running routes. He's not amazing at running routes, but he's good enough at it that with his speed, he can get open. Um, he just hasn't been the first read a whole lot on many of these plays. I think they're, my guess is he, it, it's just slower than we want it to be and that he never truly breaks out this season. And then next season he gets like a 15% target share and he's a pretty decent fantasy player. Yeah. Whoever the OC is next year, because it's not uh, going to be Ben Johnson. Well, like a never... quarter, of the, like a qu- quarter of the league's getting fired. So, yeah, and it seems like they all want him. <laughs> yeah. So it's not going to be Ben Johnson. Doesn't Mike, seem like it. Let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, so we've got this David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs situation. We thought it was settled. Now David Montgomery is leading the way in, in carries in a game where the, as Walker said, uh, the Lions got dump trucked, as I believe yes. the phrase Walker used. Um, so are we still, are you still starting them both? Is Jameer Gibbs still a part of it? Like, do you feel like you could still start both and win? Yeah, I'd start both every week. Um, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that whatsoever. All right. Which one would you rather have for the rest of the season now? Because we saw Gibbs is the better talent, but it seems like Dave Montgomery is the one getting all the touchdown opportunities. Yeah, if I have to put one, let's just say we have to designate one as a flux, as a weaker player, and one as a starter, I would take David Montgomery in that in that starting role. Um, I, I just... Even though the ratio isn't too bad, 15 carries for David Montgomery, 11 for Jamar Gibbs. It's only four four carry difference. Um, it just seems like David Montgomery is going to be the guy between the 20s where uh, Jamar Gibbs is sort of the the pass catching back. And he, even though Montgomery can do those things as well, um, I just have more faith in a touchdown. You're going to go with David Montgomery. Yeah, and I think uh, I think because he's such so reliably getting touchdowns, and then Jamal Williams also reliably got those touchdowns last year. I, I think it, less of it being fluky. I think it's a role in this offense that like that hammer that uh, in and around the goal line, and then the Jameer Gibbs target, which is something that Mike you mentioned that he had eight targets in this game. That's something that he'll do that David Montgomery doesn't do. So I think they kind of come out even. So. Um, Anything else? Jared Goff, he didn't have time, like Walker said, on a different podcast. And so no. he's still for three, threw for 332 yards. Yeah, his passing was fine. He just fumbled three times. Ooh, is that bad? 
<laughs> That's not good. You shouldn't yeah. do that. So, yeah. all right. Uh, anything else from this game? Cully Freeman got a bunch of got five targets. Uh, Sam Laporta got in the scoring column. Um, I know there were some some rumblings that because he'd been spent two weeks outside of the top ten, but he's okay. He's yeah, good. He's, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. They they got a lot of good weapons in there. Um, Monroe St. Brown, of course, being the best, and Jamison Williams, you know, making defenses expose themselves and with Whoa. Florida. <laughs> they're putting the defenses in a tube in. Um, and Florida also underneath. They they're pretty good. All right. So uh, let's move on to the next game. Next game was uh, Commanders Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys won 45 to 10, going away. Eight, they're eight and three. Commanders are four and eight. Um, it's kind of wild that the uh, one of the Cowboys' losses is to the Arizona Cardinals. Their only <laughs> victory. Yeah. It, well, no, Arizona's got two victories. Oh, that's right. They have two now. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> That cowboy cowboys extremely good at beating up on bad opponents, except that one time. Yeah, that was wild. So, um, uh, Walker, you wanted to know about Brian Robinson, who, who finished this game with 15 for 53 and two catches for 11 yards. Uh, yeah. So, uh, tur- it turns out I I'm not sure that we were wrong about Brian Robinson. We may have jumped the gun on that one a little bit. Uh. uh- I think the game script just didn't work uh, in his favor was the problem. Well, yeah, but he had been catching more passes lately. And then all of a sudden he's got 11 receiving yards and, uh, you know, three and a half yards of carry. So maybe we weren't wrong about him. Right. I mean, he's basically, I mean, at this point he's going like 85% Nixon. Ooh, Mike, how do you feel about Brian Robinson? I think Mixon is a good comparable, um, prone to some really good games, but for the most part, can you really count on him on a consistent basis? And I think the answer is no for Brian Robinson. Um, he's just, it would, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say we were right or wrong on Brian Robinson based off of the Dallas's defense, but, uh, he, he's good to have as an RB two. but, um, I would say he's better than what we thought he was. That's fair. Um, and then uh, let's talk about this uh, receiving room. Uh, weirdly low numbers for, because uh, a lot of guys, it, the ball just got distributed to, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different guys got targets in this game. Mm-hmm. So the ball was kind of spread out a bunch. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson obviously led the way with 11, 12, and 6 targets, respectively. And then, weirdly, nobody else really stepped up. It felt like Curtis Samuel got the the best of it, 9, nine for 100. Um, then Dotson, 5 for 52, and McLaurin, 4 for 50. I kind of feel like on both sides, this is more of a, like, uh, nothing that happened here matters sort of game because it was such a talent mismatch um from the the cowboys defense being incredibly good and then the commanders uh defense being incredibly bad so <laughs> i think it just became it was just this whole talent mismatch that um you know whatever whatever the cowboys did on offense worked and whatever the commanders did on offense didn't work because of those those uh, defensive mismatches yeah i think that's fair i mean the washington was just pretty clearly overmatched here yeah and um, how do we feel about this uh, Duran Bland fella? Uh, 
it seems like uh, do you do you guys remember two years ago when Trayvon Diggs had a super unsustainable interception season? Oh wow! Well, it's happening yes. again. Ah, that's crazy that that happened. Uh, just uh, for for what we're alluding to, Duran Bland now holds the uh, record for uh, pick sixes in a season with five, and uh, now he has more touchdowns than, for example, Devonte Adams, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, well, Justin Jefferson's been hurt. DK Metcalf, Christian Kirk, Chris Olave. These are all guys that have fewer touchdowns than him this year. Oh, my God. Jake Bobo has fewer touchdowns? That's crazy. Not Jake Bobo. Not Not Jake Jake. Bobo. Um, But he has the same number. Here, let's... uh, All right, I'm going to stop reading down the wide receivers. There's more touchdowns then. (laughs) Um, So... Is there anything that we can take from this game? Because I don't really think there is much. Like, they got everybody fed, and then they took their foot off the gas. Like, they never benched that. Well, Dak Prescott didn't take uh, – there wasn't a passing play that Dak Prescott wasn't in on. But um, it just kind of felt like they just went up big and then took their foot off the gas. So, Cooks ate, Lamb ate, Turpin ate, Dowdle ate, Pollard ate. Everybody did their thing, except for poor Michael Gallup. Yeah, it seems like what? Michael Gallup just uh, doesn't have the juice anymore. Yeah, he doesn't have a role here. So, or um, Michael Gallup was was one of the best um, dynasty prospects out there. Now he's not even a prospect. Oh yeah, I love Michael Gallup coming out, and boy, do I look stupid. Okay, um, I think that's it. There's not much to talk about in this game because it was a smash fest. Uh, speaking of a smash fest. Niners 31, Seahawks 13, Niners are 8-3, Seahawks are 6-5. and five. Um, My uh, my question was more incredulous, which was white privilege quarterback, which is what Walker called uh, Brock <laughs> Purdy on Thursday uh, on the Tuesday episode. And uh, he uh, wasn't a good start in this one. Um, he had that incredible touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk that AU, they, they asked Ayuk about. He said, oh, that's what we like to call a dot. Which of course everybody knows that term, but he was he was like that was just a perfect pass. So um, this one also kind of feels like a game where everybody did their thing except for one guy. In this case, it was George Kittle. Yeah. Um, but CMC, I mean, he's a monster. He's a robot. That's what the background I meant for the background of my uh, recording to be was them screwing his helmet back together. Right. It looks like they were working on him. Um, but he ate nine for one fourteen and two touchdowns. Debo Samuel seven for seventy nine through the air. Also had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Brandon Ayuk two for fifty and a touchdown. Everybody ate. This was what the 49ers want to do. And uh, Brock Purdy only had that one score, but I don't think they particularly cared too much because they were cruising in this one. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter. They got the they got the win easily. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Mike, on the other side, you wanted to know if Zach Charbonnet had a chance at top 20. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, no. <laughs> no, not not really at all. Um, 14 carries for 47 yards, zero touchdowns. I I was pretty correct on what they were going to use him as a dump-off running back. Um, mm-hmm. He did catch four passes for just 11. But, um, yeah, for the most part, um, I don't think eight, eight and a half points is going to get you there. No. Uh, yeah. Now, remember when I said there was only eight games that were played and uh, A.J. Dillon was running back seven? Is Zach Charbonnet running back eight? He's running back nine. Oh. <laughs> Is that uh, good? 
Is that good? <laughs> no, it is not. Um, so it's just, you know, more of what we saw, which is Kenneth Walker is the better player. Yeah. Like, kind By of far. end of story. Yeah. Not even close. It's not really all that close. Zach Charbonnet is a backup running back. Yeah, and we nailed that in the preseason when we were talking about how I think Walker, as you said, he's the new Isaiah Spiller, where he's not yep. bad at any one particular thing, but because he's slightly above average at a ton of things, he's going to get boosted up the ranks, and that's precisely what happened. Yeah, yeah, he's just, he's fine, you know, he, he's he's space filler, he's a guy who absolutely should have a roster spot, but who you don't want to be getting double-digit touches. Yeah, he's like... Uh... He's a better version of what they already had with DJ Dallas. That's perfect. That's a perfect example. They're like, Although, hey, what if, what if we filled the DJ Dallas role with somebody competent? Well, and then I was going to say, and he didn't fumble a a, a punt like a DJ Dallas did. That's um, true. Now, did he did he field any punts? Not important. No, not important, but he didn't fumble one either. Um, I think, so this passing game, Mike, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but um, I think that you can take everything that happened in this passing game and throw it out because Geno Smith should not have been playing. No, His, I, yeah. yeah, there's no way he should have been playing. In fact, that just speaks about how bad Drew Locke is. If they're like, yeah, you know, you're injured, dude. But you know what? We'd rather have this injured Geno Smith than Drew Locke out there. That's for sure. Yeah, they were doing all kinds of work on on his elbow all week. Like he should not have been playing, and it, it showed. <laughs> Jake Glazer reported at halftime of the Lions game, uh, quote, that elbow is disgusting, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's some, quote, real nasty shit going on there. Yeah, my, my God. <laughs> oh, Gino, like, texts him a picture of his elbow, and he's like, goes on TV and just, like, puts it up to the camera. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so I would take everything that happened in this past game, except for one particular pay, play and throw it out. And that particular play was the JSN catch. It ruled. Yeah, that was badass. I'm very happy that the Niners were cr- that were cruising because I could enjoy that pass because I was like, God damn, that was a good catch. Yeah, you just look at it. That's one even even though your your team is playing against the other team, it's like your rival, and you just look at it and you're like, okay. I mean, I can admit that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, but I will push back against uh, them spending five minutes talking about the Odell Beckham catch. It wasn't even close. It wasn't in the same stratosphere as Odell. No, Beckham it was catch. a great catch, but it was not like that. Yeah, three. They're like, well, I don't know. It's the same. It's like, no, Odell Beckham was not facing the quarterback when the ball was thrown, and he was falling out of bounds. Like it was a great catch, but it was not that. Um. So yeah, I think I think that's it for Thursday. I mean, Mike, is there anything you want to add about these uh these Seahawks? Are we are we are do you think that this means Geno Smith will have his uh, job all year as long as he's uh not hurt because of like you said, how bad must Drew Locke be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you can feel safe with Geno Smith. There's not going to be any pressure from Drew Locke to assert his job whatsoever. Yeah, and like I could uh you know you know, be like Rip Bozo and all that stuff. But it's like, you know, Geno Smith just was hurt. Like, that's what it came down to. He was hurt. And that's why he looked like shit all game long. Yeah. So sounds sounds right to me. Yes. Also, uh, statistic I saw about um, the uh, Nick Bosa averages in games where he plays against uh, black quarterbacks, Mm. 1.125 sacks per game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Say what, what, what was that? In games, because there's, you know, Nick Bosa, Trump was a Trump supporter. He had two sacks right. this game. He's up uh-huh. to over a sack per game in games where he plays against black quarterbacks, but he's at like less than half a sack a game against white quarterbacks. 
I mean, it's just it's it's just coincidence, but it's just very funny. So, all right. Speaking of very funny, uh, actually not very funny because, uh, hey, uh, NFL, never do this again. This Black Friday shit, it fucking. Oh, this is not a Patreon podcast. It heckin' sucked, bros. Um, <laughs> not great. Uh, not great. And thirty-four, thirteen. Uh, the teams were bad too. So that was the. Uh, it was just a just a well. Let me put it this way. The Dolphins were very good. The Jets were very bad. I had to watch this between doing stuff at work because I was at work yesterday. And, um, I mean, Tim Boyle ain't it. No. Um, they Honestly, I, I know that Sala already said that Boyle's going to start again, but I legitimately do think Zach Wilson is better than he is. Oh, I agree. I 100% agree that I Zach mean, Wilson Boy- has... You know, both of them suck, but Boyle sucks in a boring, predictable way. And Wilson can at least make things happen every now and then. Right. They both suck. But if you rewind to that Hail Mary where Zach Wilson, like, got out of a sack and then chucked the ball, like, what, 50 yards downfield. And would have been a, yeah, would have been a Hail Mary if uh, Conklin hadn't knocked it out of Garrett Wilson's hands. Would have been a successful pass. That is not in Tim Boyle's repertoire. No, Tim Boyle can barely run. I mean, yeah. it, it's w- Wilson. They're both bad, but Wilson at least has variance where he can occasionally put, do something good. Whereas Boyle has no variance. He's just always bad. Yeah. Um. So, Mike, let me ask you this. Have we reached the point where we stop starting Brees Hall? Hmm. Uh, I think he does enough in the passing game, but it's, uh, it's one of those situations where all they have to do is load the box. Cause I mean, are you going to really be worried about Tim Boyle or even Zach Wilson for that matter, if they decide to switch it up again now? So he, the running game is just going to be bad. In fact, his offense is just horrific in itself. So, um, yeah, it, I think you, ha- you still have to start him, but it's it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking for, where we have this idea that because somebody's not what we drafted them to be, they're all of a sudden not useful. So right. you pass the test, Mike. He's still been a top 24 <laughs> uh, running back. You know, let's look at this. It uh, looks like every week, but four times or but three times. Wow. So. Let it ride. You still yeah. keep starting your Brees Hall. Yeah, I uh, mean, and the thing with Hall is he he only needs one carry. I mean, he yeah. he can go seventy five yards. Right. Yeah, like uh, what was that week one where he had the like seventy yard touchdown run? Oh no, it wasn't a touchdown run because he got caught from behind. Yes. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you both this question: Who is more mobile right now, today, Tim Boyle or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> it might be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tim Boyle, just barely. Just barely. Uh, man. Um, best comment I saw this weekend was that Aaron Rodgers outfit that he wore, which was uh, how much do clothes cost in the Matrix, which is a grandma's boy reference. Uh, anybody? 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 No. No? No? Uh-uh. no? Okay. Anyway, then, um, we're still starting Garrett Wilson. Tyler Conklin, I think, is a low-end blob guy, correct? Yes. I, I think you're definitely not playing him with Boyle. No. Uh, Wilson weirdly likes to throw to him a lot. I don't know why, but they have like a, a good rapport. So I don't know. Maybe Tyler Conklin's also a Mormon. I have no idea. 
But maybe, maybe he has uh, a hot mom. Hey, you never know. Stacy I mean, he Tyler Conklin, classic Central Michigan guy. I mean, you never you you never know about those Michigan moms. Am I right? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say no, no go, no go on that. Yeah, that's fair. Although I also saw another great one, which was uh, somebody staring at an iPad with their eyes bugged out, and it was uh, Zach Wilson watching Dolly Parton at the Dallas halftime. <laughs> hey, that was not bad for Dolly Parton at like sixty something years old. Dude, she's like eight, yeah, yeah, she's almost eighty. Tony Robo wanted a piece. That was for sure. <laughs> Tony Romo was going off. He was he he was uh, eyes bugging out of head. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, his tongue was uh, unraveling like a like a red carpet. Yep, absolutely. Pounding the table. Uh, He's uh, getting slobber all over Jim Nance's tie. Here's a hold on. Here's the quote from Tony Romo. I pulled it up. Hold on. It was uh, a wooga a wooga. I think is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk about the Ooga. dolphins. Wooga. Let's talk about the dolphins. Um, Devon Ashan was like, oh, maybe he'll play, maybe he'll not. He was a scratch. Uh, smart because they didn't need him to smash nope. the the Jets, and they knew that. And it was a sh- short-ish week. Not like the short week where they talk about with Thursday, but it was kind of the same. Raheem Mostert went off. Jalen Waddle went off. Tyreek Hill went off. That's it. Tua had a bad game. Tua did not have a good game. I mean, he still threw for some yards, but like, yeah, the too many turnovers. I think three turnovers, two picks and a fumble. Yeah, two a tongue of Iloa, but like three a turnover of Iloa. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, not... Not our best joke. Uh, I'll apologize on behalf of the Football Absurdity podcast for that one. Uh, we will watch the tape and get better. Uh, except I've already <laughs> written it down. It's going to be the episode title. God damn it. No. <laughs> this is what happens when you have ultimate control. <laughs> we need to find something better. That's the episode title. <laughs> That's what the we, quote. We need to find something better. Unquote. Robert Sala. <laughs> oh, yikes. All right. Um. I think that's it. There's not much to talk about for these games because it was a lot of mismatches. It was like good team smashes, bad team. Yeah. And I mean, the Dolphins, especially, we've already kind of decided that the Dolphins are a four team. They're a four player team for fantasy. And I kind of there's a couple more teams that I identified uh, later on as a um, a free free space team. So, yeah, we have two free space teams and then uh, we've got two others that could become free space teams. Yeah, which is just like, hey, we have one question. We don't need to talk about this team because they are either very good in a very specific way or they are very bad. So um, let's get on to the note, shall we? Mm-hmm. All right, Sunday. So uh, this is going to be weird because uh, we have only 12 games, which is nice. All right, Saints-Falcons. Saints are 5-5. Five and five. Falcons are 4-6. and six. New Orleans, two-point favorites, 41 and a half point over under uh, injuries in this one. Derek Carr is back from his concussion, but Marshawn Lattimore and Kendra ankle, Kendra ankle, Kendra Miller, <laughs> <laughs> both were ruled out with ankle injuries. Um, Michael Thomas went on IR uh, for the Falcons. Uh, Taylor Heineke is questionable, um, but no matter if he plays or not, they already announced that Desmond Ritter would be the starter. And Mac Hollins has been ruled out with his ankle injury. Um, so Walker has an interesting question about the, uh, Saints passing game in this one. Yeah. With Michael Thomas out, Rashid Shahid steps up into the number two receiver role. Will he score double digit fantasy points this week? I will say yes, just because he will have a touchdown. Okay. That's fair. 
it's not the best matchup in the world. Atlanta's secondary is actually pretty good. Um, but AJ Terrell will likely follow Chris Olave around the field. And Jesse Bates is a good safety, but it only takes one. I mean, with Shahid, you're in this role, I think he is upgraded to more like a like a, a Gabe Davis style individual where his good games could be really, really good. But there's still the risk that he doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that was kind of been that's been Shahid's profile that we, we've been talking about all season right. long. Where... It's, it's just that his good games are usually like three for 80. And then this one could easily be, you know, if, if he goes off, he could have like six for 200 and a touchdown. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Mike, what do you think? Uh, it's a uh, Rashid Shahid, a guy that's uh, going to get double digit fantasy points this week. Uh, no. I'm going to say he stays out of the end zone, catches three passes for, let's say, 58 yards. Ooh, okay. Uh, so Mike's Mike's put planting his flag at 8.8 fantasy points. 88. Yeah. Um, right. Whoa. 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 <laughs> so Except for, for Mike, that stands for Hail Harbaugh. Am I right? Hail <laughs> Harbaugh. That's oh right. Oh, my God. <laughs> My, so la- last year, we had an intro to a podcast where Mike was watching a history of Hitler video on, <laughs> on, on the computer. Now he's Uh-oh. talking about 88 unprompted. The, uh, the evidence is mounting. My, I'm in trouble. Mike, we're, we're, we need to have a serious conversation about Mike. Yeah, yeah. Mike, can you, can you do me a favor? Go to Twitter and see uh, – uh, go to LaVisca Chenault's profile and see who you and him all, both follow. <laughs> yeah, right. Crypto Maga, Mike Valverde. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, elsewhere on the Saints, uh, you're obviously starting uh, Alvin Kamara. Is Chris Olave still a must-start guy? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Juwan Johnson, I think, no. uh, not the not the best matchup, um, but he's like a low-end tight end uh, guy. Like, weirdly, I'd rather start, like, Tanner Hudson this week because the Bengals are like, oh, we're going to throw to tight ends now. Uh, not with Jake Browning. I'd rather start Johnson. But oh, I'd yeah. Rather, but I'd much, rather start, I'd much rather start Taysom Hill than either of them, though. Oh, well, Taysom Hill's the tight end one every week. I have him at tight end seven. Woo! Um, by the way, I need to retract a statement about uh, Jake Browning, his pants. I found out he went to Folsom High School. So I will retract a statement. He is good now. He is from uh, me and Mike's area. So did, did you find that out from Bo? No, I found that out from uh, my coworker who went to Folsom High School. Okay. So when Jake it, Browning was there. Because <laughs> Bo's always always talking about if he can connect something to Northern California, he will be doing it. Let's go NorCal, baby. <laughs> I uh, had no idea you know he went from, to Folsom. That's cool. Yeah, neither did I. So my coworker told me, and I was like, oh, because my coworker went to Folsom High as well. Um. All right, so let's talk about the Falcons then. And uh, my question, so every time we talk about the Falcons, I end it with no uh, pushback from you two as you're starting Kyle Pitts, you're starting Drake London. Are we so so sure about that at this point? No. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, uh, who wants to take a guess the last time that he was a top 10 tight end on the week? Week seven. Week seven, Mike? I was going to say four weeks ago, so I think that's week seven, right? Ooh, you are both incredibly wrong. 
Bzz, get them out. Open auditions. Two new co-hosts. It was week six. Oh, oh. wow. The last Girl. time he... Yeah, but it was four games ago because they did have the bye last week. So Mike, closer than Walker. Yes. Um, yes. So Kyle Pitts, he has two games inside the top 12 this season. And those are also the two games that he has inside the top. I'm sorry, he has three games inside the top 15. He's getting five targets a game. That's it. He has five targets in each of his last four games. He is He's reached that four for 40 threshold once in that time frame. He hasn't scored a touchdown uh, since that week six game, that's the only touchdown he scored all year. I think we have to stop saying, and you're starting Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts, I'm, I'm asking you both if we can induct him into the upper blob. I don't even think he's in the upper blob. I think he's Ooh, just dang. in the blob. Middle blob? Yeah, he's right in the middle of the blob. Yep. So, so limit, like uh, Trey McBride or Kyle Pitts? McBride. McBride, yeah. Um... Uh, not this week, obviously, because he's already played, but like Logan Thomas or Kyle Pitts? Logan Thomas. Logan. Wow. Um, Tyler Higby? No, I'd mm. go with Pitts. Yeah. Okay. I, agree. I was I was trying to figure out Cole Komet or Kyle Pitts. Komet. Komet. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you both where it's uh, Kyle Pitts has not been um, what we've expected of him this season. And then um, on the other side, a guy that we've also just been kind of yada yadaing past it is um, Drake London. Drake London has one top, or, uh, one top 20 game this year, two top 24 games this year. He only has four games inside the top 36, um, and they were against good matchups. Tampa Bay, Washington, Jacksonville. Um, Green Bay was the only one where it was a bad matchup and he finished inside the top 24, but he did score a touchdown to do that. I think that Drake London is probably closer to like a whichever Washington wide receiver that you like more, not named Terry McLaurin, than Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. to put it in how we thought of him to start the year. So I, I'm just curious if you both are still starting Drake London, kind of being like, well, let's see what happens here, because we can't have faith in him anymore. No, I mean, I I have London ranked at 36 this week. Um I think he's a low-end wide receiver three right now. He's, he'll probably get you like nine, ten points, but I don't really see the ceiling right now. Mike, how are you feeling about uh, old Drake London? Yeah, I have him as a wide receiver four. So Yeah, well, I have him as a wide receiver five, so suck it, both of you. <laughs> Je- Jeff, I, I'm just going to be even more wrong to prove a point. That's right. Yeah. Do you know how much time I spend on Twitter? That's what we do. That's right. Uh, by the way, my uh, my uh, uh, Elvis movie tweet, uh, another banger from Jeff Crisco. Let's go. Oh, is Soccer. that going off? Uh, it's got like almost 3,000 likes now. Nice. Let's go. All right. Um, I'll swear on the Falcons. Uh, Bijan Robinson, he's good. And then that's it. I don't Tyler Algier has been bad. Yeah, um, I don't 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 play him. I don't play Tyler Algier. Bijan Robinson has been okay. He's a running back too. Yeah, he's an RB two, and that's it. Am I right? Yeah. All right. Who's winning? I mean, this one? I mean, you can oh. play Desmond Ritter in a two quarterback league, especially with Marshawn Lattimore out because he'll run a little bit, but definitely not in one quarterback. 
I'm starting to feel bad because my dynasty, my home league converted to a dynasty and it's a two quarterback dynasty or super flex dynasty league. And I have four starting quarterbacks. I'm like, you understand that even though Desmond Ritter sucks, he should be rostered. Right, guys? You understand this, right? It's a 12 team super flex league. So I picked him up for free. Yeah. Beating up on my uh, my league mates. All right. Uh, we all got the Saints win in this one. Uh, no. These uh these uh picks here looking like somebody uh told uh, Amy Winehouse to go to rehab. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steelers, Bengals, Steel, rest in peace. Uh, Steelers six and four, Bengals five and five, Pittsburgh two and a half point five, two and a half point favorites, thirty five and a half point over under. A lot of really stinky over unders this week. Just yeah, we're we're com- we're coming up on another one right right away, and then another one shortly after that. Yeah, just real stinky. Like I was trying to do the the sleepers this weekend. I try to find high over under games. I'm like, there's none. There's no high over under games. They're all bad. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have uh, a sneaky good one though. You probably heard it because you listened to TH Fantasy. Oh, Walker, what might that be? Uh, it's the game involving Mike's team. That's right. The Bucks Colts. I, I when think you said I think that, Bucks Colts is going to be sneaky a banger. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to be like. Like one of the teams will hit the over under. Yeah, I think it's somebody's going to score at least twenty eight points in that game. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna rip. But anyways, let's talk about a bad game. Uh, Minka mm. Fitzpatrick and Montrevious Adams are out for the Steelers. Uh, James Pierre with a shoulder injury is questionable um, for the Bengals. T Higgins is out. Joe Burrow is out, not on IR, so he's showing up on injury reports. Um, Cam Taylor Britt is out as well. Chase Brown, Jermaine Pratt. And uh, are both sorry, both questionable. Deontay Smith is doubtful. Um, so, Mike, let's talk about your question for this game, which is about the wide receivers. Yeah, any of these guys going to finish in the top twenty with uh, Kenny Pickett throwing the ball? I mean, Calvin Austin oh, maybe. I, I thought Miles you meant Bogan? on both sides of the ball. No, I just meant um, for the Steelers. Because my answer to both sides of the ball is maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I would still. I'm still ranking Jamar Chase in the top 20. I have him at 10, but yeah, it's definitely possible he has a dud game with Browning throwing the ball. And yeah, I the no thank you on the uh, Steelers guys. Yeah, no thank you as well for me. I would say Deontay Johnson probably closer to a top 30 guy than a top 20 guy. In a three wide receiver league, I'm still playing him. Uh, George Pickens, he had that hot streak to start the year. It's just he's just not it anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't work because Kenny Pickett needs to be like 15% better for him to work. Right. It, he's a, he gets like negative separation, but he's so incredibly good at contested catches. Yeah. And he needs a guy who can consistently hit that back shoulder more. Like, George, do you understand how much George Pickens would go off with prime Matthew Stafford? Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, he wow. would be, he would be better than Kenny Galladay was that one season. Like he, it would be 1400 yards, 12 touchdowns every year. I'm just picturing the New York Giants uh, stepping up to pay uh, George Pickens a massive bag once again uh, to uh, <laughs> they, they draft Drake May this year. And then in two years, when Pickens comes up as a free free agent, they just throw a shitload of money. At yeah. Um, the thing about so here's the thing about George Pickens is firing Matt Canada might work if only I don't even know who the new, new OC is. Eddie Faulkner, I think if Eddie Faulkner just takes out the back shoulder on the goal line throw or I'm sorry back shoulder on the sideline throw which they seem to do to George Pickens two or three times a game because Kenny Pickett is bad you cannot give him a window that small to be correct 
Yeah, he usually hits like one out of three. And yeah. So it ends up being zero yards, zero yards, 22 yards. Yeah, and what's crazy is like Pickens catches them all. They're just all out of bounds. Yeah, because he makes these in, yeah these insane highlight catches. He just is a foot and a half out of bounds. All right, Mike, what do you think? Um, about what? About your own question. <laughs> Mike, uh, those, those brunch mimosas, like I said before the. Uh, I am. Um, I'm on. I'm, I'm on the high of Diet Pepsi. Um, yeah, no. Uh, seriously. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Um. No. 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 It's a consensus. All right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, no, Walker is. <laughs> let's just talk about Tyler Boyd. Yeah, is Tyler Boyd playable with Jake Browning at quarterback? No, next question. No. <laughs> all, right, all right, I agree. I uh, have him uh, ranked 44th. A different question. Is Joe Mixon uh, downgraded to flex with Jake Browning? No. No, I think yes. Uh, he's going to get the carries. He's going to get the dump offs. I think he's definitely flex worthy. I think that he's downgraded to flex because of the touchdown upside in this offense just isn't there anymore. I think, see, I think it's going to be a, a whole game of Jake Browning, uh, Browning his pants, and he's going to be dump off king. And so I think Mixon's going to get like seven or eight targets. Mm. And so even if, you know, you're going to have an extra full Mixon where you're going to get a. Like nine se- catches? Yeah, you're going to get like 17 carries for 59 yards, but you're also going to get eight catches for. 44 more yards and he'll touch the ball so much that he'll have a really good game even though he's inefficient so you're saying that because he's browning he will have lots of dump offs that's so true jeff you got it <laughs> double poops double poop jokes right there let's go folks um poop, <laughs> poop. <laughs> uh, from from a butt <laughs> from, from a butt, butt. Uh, Mike, Mike uh, not talking for 10 minutes and then going, boo. <laughs> All right. That's, <laughs> com- uh, that's comedy right there, folks. <laughs> that's comedy, folks. Uh, I'm going to go the Steelers. Oh, we didn't talk about the Steelers running backs. Oh, yeah. Uh, do we have to? I mean, I no, you don't have to. I mean. What if that guy broke into Mike's house again? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> J- I, I would start Jalen Warren over Najee Harris because he's getting the higher value touches right now. Um, but I still have them both as flex plays. I think, yeah, I think they're both flex plays kind of in their, they're like, uh, like Najee well, Harris and Jalen Najee Warren. Har- Najee me Harris of- is a 75% mix in right now. And Jalen Warren is, he's, I don't know, a, pick any scat back that is having a good three weeks. Well, I was going to say, they remind me of a very poor man's version of, Dave Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, but there's no touchdowns there. Or if there's a touchdown, they both get a touchdown. Seems like it. Yep. Yeah. So they're both flex guys. Um, mm-hmm. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, hey, do you know who's running back 32 on the season? Is it Najee Harris? It's Antonio Gibson. Oh, that's not terrible, I guess. Uh, maybe because he's played extra games. Who knows? <laughs> when, when, I, when I draft Antonio Gibson running back 34, and he finishes running back 32. Oh, that's me, baby. That's me every year now. <laughs> yep. um, all right. So let's uh, – we all have Pittsburgh winning this one, correct? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Panthers, Titans. 
speaking of uh, bad football games, um, this one is uh, Panthers travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. They are one and nine. The Titans are three and seven. Tennessee, three and a half point favorites, 36 and a half point over under. Um, for the Panthers, Jeremy Chin and Yetter Grossmatos are staying on IR. JC Horn is um, also set to stay on IR. Hayden Hurst is out. Uh, CJ Henderson is doubtful. Sam Franklin, Marquise Haynes, and Frankie Louvu are questionable. Uh, most impactful of those three, I would probably say, is Frankie Louvu. Uh, good player. For the, huh? Good player. He is yeah. a good player, yeah. Uh, for the Titans, uh, Traylon Burks, Chris Hubbard both ruled out. Uh, Terrell Edmonds and Luke Gifford are questionable. Uh, Traylon Burks has been out like a month with this concussion. And every week that he's out, it makes me more and more concerned for the guy because that is freaking scary. A really long concussion. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not OK right now. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, not OK and sucks. <laughs> uh, let's talk about these Panthers running backs. So at first it was Miles Sanders season and then he was bad. And then it was, uh, Chuba Hubbard dominating touches and then he was bad. And now they're just splitting touches down the middle, um, where they're essentially each getting 50% of touches plus or minus 5%. And, um, it's no good for either of them. Um, so, um, Chuba Hubbard, excuse me, Chuba Hubbard over the last couple of games, 19 carries for 80 yards and two or four catches for 24 yards. Um, let me ask you both a question. Is that good? It's yeah. fine. It's fine. And then on the other side, you've got uh, Miles Sanders, who uh, let's forget this two for negative five, shall we? Uh, but last week he had 11 carries for 50 yards as well as a catch for two yards. And it kind of feels like neither one of them is exceptional and neither one of them is really pulling away from the other one. And so they're both dragging the the other one down for fantasy purposes. So I'm asking, like, when I say give up on these guys, like, are these guys within the top, like, 35 at running back in any given week right now? I mean, this week, no, because Tennessee's run defense is really good and their pass defense sucks. Um, In a given week, sure. I mean, these guys can hover is probably a little higher because he's a slightly better pass catcher right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't have either of them ranked inside the top 35 this week. And I, I don't think that there's really a matchup where I would say that either of them are a recommended start. All right, Mike, what do you think about these two? Yeah. Not only are they not performing very well, but this offense isn't very good either on top of that. So it, it, I mean, they're splitting carries. You got a bad offense, and mm-hmm. they're not doing well. So, why would I want any part or want to start any of these guys unless I absolutely have to? So I'm avoiding that running back room altogether. Yeah, it's one of those like uh, uh, point to the reason why I would start these guys. This is your breakdown, Mike? Like what? Yeah. W- what about uh, talent, opportunity, and offense makes me want to play these guys? Exactly. Um. So. Uh, this yeah, is I, a, I, I mean, I've been playing Chuba Hubbard a lot on my three and eight team. <laughs> <laughs> Chuba Hubbard, the path to finishing in ninth place. So it, completely wrong because it's 14 team league. So I'm going to finish in 11th place. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry, Walker. Uh, Thank you. Sorry for thinking better of you than that. Um, <laughs> and so this was also a sneaky backdoor too. Is this has this become a free space team? A sneaky, a sneaky backdoor. A sneaky backdoor. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, if we reach around and um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say no, th- this is definitely a free space. Free space team? Yeah, it's uh, th- th- the Panthers are definitely a free space team. It's Adam Thielen, question mark, and that's it. That's All right, about so it. Adam Thielen vote. tonight. Adam Thielen tonight, queen. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Adam, Adam Thielen is Sunday queen? Yes, that's right. <laughs> I would and, say and, yes. And absolutely, because Tennessee's pass defense is not good. Yeah, Mike? Agreed. All right, sounds good. All right, so, um, actually, no, sounds like a bad football team. But speaking of uh, another bad football team, Mike, you want to talk about uh, this person named Will Will Levis. Yeah, Will Will, um, <laughs> just like Dan Dan Fielding. Um, yeah, it's probably too old. Um, <laughs> I'm I dated like Dan myself Dan. there. I don't know who that is. That's uh, Night Court. It was one of the. Oh, Night Court. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've heard um, of it. That was a uh, what's his place? Oh God, John Larroquette. John Larroquette, right? Yeah, um, I used to watch it on Nick at Night. Hell yeah, I used to watch it live. That just shows you how old. I am. <laughs> um, but um, so will will Levis throw for more than one touchdown? Uh, well, I have him at QB twenty five. So uh, no. Watch this one to Ty J Spears, and that's it. To Ty J Spears. Okay. Ty J, love it. Yes. Uh, I'm it's not gonna... just their run defense is bad; it's their running back defense that's bad. I, so... I'm gonna say he throws. You know what? I'm going to say that he throws his touchdown to Derrick Henry. What? No. Ooh, there's one pass to t- touchdown pass to Ty J Spears, but Will Levis does not throw it. Derrick Henry throws it. <laughs> yeah, Derrick Henry does his weird jump pass, uh, his weird jump pass throw that he does. Yes, uh, there, there it is. All right. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, we starting, we're starting uh, Nuke? I think you have to. I mean, he's low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three in this matchup for me, but I, I think you got to play him. Yeah, I mean, Hopkins has been disappointing on the balance of the year. He's wide receiver 37 right now, but, um, you know, last you've seen week, You've seen what he can do when he goes off. Exactly. He's still DeAndre Hopkins. Mike, is it, do you concur? He is still DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he, he's, he's pretty good. Um, he's still DeAndre Hopkins in, in a lesser sense, but uh, you could still count on him um, if they had a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's still averaging 13 PPR points per game. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at his uh, career stats. Uh, he is averaging 13.2 PPR per points per game. This dude averaged 12.3 per game on 151 targets back in 216, or 216, 2016. That is insanely low. Yeah, that's for 151 so targets. That's a really weird season. Yeah, 151 targets, 78 receptions, 954 oh, yards. That's Jeez. so bad. Was that was Matt Schaub still his quarterback back in 2016? Uh, I don't know. It might, right, have been, it might have been a year where, like, their quarterback got hurt, so it was a bunch of, like, Brian Hoyer and TJ Yates. TJ Yates. TJ uh, Yates. There's TJ, a uh, playoff uh, game winner, TJ Yates. That's right. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. 2016 Houston, Houston quarterback. All right. It is, they had, Oh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Okay. Now we have to, now we have to figure out who this is. Uh, 2016. Osweiler. 
Dang, Mike got it in one. Oh, really? Okay. It's Brock Osweiler and two games from another guy. Uh, Case Keenum? No. Uh, let's looks like here to be uh, his picture is him on the Lions, but he does not have a single game where he played on the Lions. That's weird. Uh, 2016. Tom Savage. Yes. Nice. Okay. Thomas Benjamin Savage. So um, that's a little trip down memory lane. Um, all right. Uh, so we're starting Derrick Henry against uh, the world's worst run defense. Yes. You are definitely oh, sure. playing Derrick Henry. I'm saying that you can flex Tajay Spears. Nobody else is. I'm, Judging I by would, Walker's response. I, I wouldn't, but I see your point. But you I can start Nuke. But Walker, who leads the Titans in, pat, in receiving yards this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I had my bold prediction at the end of yesterday's podcast was uh, I think that Chig is going to lead the Titans in receiving yards. Chig! With, with 57 yards. Yeah, it's not going to be like very much, but it, I think I it, realistically, I think DeAndre Hopkins has like a stinker that gets saved by a touchdown. So he has like five for 37 and a touchdown. And then Chig has like three catches and one of them is a little dump off that he takes for 40 yards for some reason. And so he has like three for 60. OK, sounds good. So we got the Titans winning this one and a game that one of let's see how many a, tit- a Titanic victory. Oh, yeah like it uh looks like uh the panthers have used up all nine of their lives this year (laughs) they're one and nine folks all right uh we mentioned it already sneaky uh sneaky uh shootout game here buccaneers colts bucks four and six colts five and five indy two and a half point favorites 44 and a half point over under uh bet the over oh it's gonna it's gonna go way over um in this one and um Let's see. Injuries in this game. I just said that I think that the Indianapolis Colts are going to win this one. Let's yes. go. Let's go. Uh, Buccaneers ruled out Levante David and Jamel Dean. Um, Carlton Davis, Devin White, Mike Green, and Logan Hall are all listed as questionable, which is why I think the Colts are going to win. That's um, <laughs> uh, Ryan Kelly, Juju Brents, and Drew Ogletree are all out. Ryan St- Stewart is listed as questionable. And the Colts cut Shaq Leonard. They did. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been doing much, but unless he was like a malcontent, they just keep him around. Yeah, it was pretty shocking to see. Pretty sad. Um, but I, mean, I don't yeah, know what their reasons were. Well, he's not that good anymore. For what are, he's just his his injuries have sapped him of the athleticism that made him such a good player early in his career. And I don't know. He he wasn't happy with the demotion to backup role. I know I don't know how much of a malcontent he was being, and you also never know with Ursay. It could have just been like Ursay was sick and tired of hearing about him, and so he was like, "Ah, just cut him." <laughs> Jim Ursay, Jim Ursay <laughs> taking a pill and being like, "I don't like the cut of that guy's jib. Get him out of here." Yeah. <laughs> and I therefore, mean, and therefore, I cut his jib. That's right. I mean, but the real question is, what would Black Mother Dorothy have to say about that? <laughs> Mike, did you I, see I this insane think, tweet? I, I do not no. think that Mike knows what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jim Irsay had a crazy tweet about Stephen A. Smith uh, where he said, how dare you pretend to know me? I don't know your name and I don't care to. If my black mother Dorothy was still alive, which I'm guessing was his nanny, you'd be, in, yeah, you'd be in some big hot water, hot water capitalized. 
You are mean and ugly, upside down smiley face. Your Y O U R A nothing burger N and B capitalized, and then the little like, hmm. Like, I'm not so sure about that face. What the this hell? Man, this man owns the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, All right, Jim. Jim Ur- joy Jim- is in that man's hands. Jim yeah, Ursay, that's crazy. Jim Mersey walking around the mansion, like, listening to Future, popping perks, and <laughs> t- t- just, just tweeting it t- out. Tweeting whatever he feels like. Yeah. All right. So, Walker's question Can we start for Buccaneers? Yes, and I will give you the four. I'll give you the options. Okay, there are okay. five options that you can start, and if you want to, you can pick four of these: Baker Mayfield, Rashad White, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Kate Otten. Mm. Guess who's one you know. of my streamers this week? Kate Otten. Kate Otten, baby. Kate Otten, <laughs> weirdly one of the more consistently targeted tight ends in the NFL lately. So you can start. See, here's the thing. You can either start three or start five. Because if Baker goes off, it means, or if Chris Godwin goes off, it means Baker has a good game. If he doesn't, then Baker doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like in two quarterback leagues, I think you can start five. But in one quarterback leagues, I wouldn't play Baker. But I think Rashad White at this point, he catches enough passes and he gets all the goal line carries that he's a must start. Um, Mike Evans is a must start. Chris Godwin, I still think, is a solid wide receiver three, so you're probably playing him. And then Otten is up mid to upper blob. Yeah, I would say he's mid blob this week. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have gen- him one in spot general. Ahead. I have him one spot ahead of Pitts, and I called Pitts middle blob. So, yeah, middle blob. Yeah, um, but I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can are, are we starting Chris Godwin? I think so. I mean, okay. I, it, it's, I mean, he is going up against he, – he'll probably run some routes out of the slot against Kenny Moore, which is a tougher matchup, but – He'll also probably run some outside against their number two outside corner, which is not Juju Brents. Um, so I, I think that they might struggle down the field a little bit, and I think that could open up things for both receivers. I, I I think Godwin is involved enough in the offense consistently that you have a tough time getting away from him. I think so in a three wide receiver league, but I think that you can potentially get away from him because just because he doesn't have he hasn't had those like ceiling games in a while. He's no, just you're right. Kind of, yeah. And in a two quarter or two uh, wide receiver league, I don't think that you're starting him at all. I mean, if you if you went heavy on the rookies, there's a great chance you're not playing Chris Godwin because you could easily have like, you know, Tank Dell and Zay Flowers. Yeah. Well, the Zay Flowers has been a little bit iffy, but I uh, will see. Ma- matchup is really good. Yeah. We'll see how he does this weekend. So, um, Mike, what do you think? How many Buccaneers are we starting? I would start three. Um, yeah, I don't know if the fourth one. I, Kate Otten like is is being used heavily in the slot, mm-hmm. so um, that I don't know if Kenny Moore will match up on him, um, or they'll have a linebacker, maybe EJ Speed. But um, it's um, yeah, I, I say three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. I got the Colts winning this one. Well, we skipped over Mike's question. Mike's question. What is Mike's question? Mike, should should we question? start Josh Downs in the flex? 
can we get downs with that? Are we downs we with downs. the sickness? I'm down with that. Uh, I think um, in three wide receiver and a flex leagues, for sure. In three wide receiver leagues, maybe, depending right. on your situation. I'm, he is he struggled since um, coming back. Uh, he I thought he missed time with an injury, but I don't see any missed games. He must have just been on the injury report. Yeah, uh, he was on the injury report with the knee. He he, um, what was it? Three weeks ago, he he played for about maybe three or four plays, and then they pulled him. So oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I think uh, I think Downs this week. He's in the. Uh, Drake London, Gabe Davis, Demario Douglas, Odell Beckham, Rashid Shahid tier. Uh, personally, I think he's for me he's below that because since he's played twenty and twenty five percent of snaps the last couple of weeks, I don't know if it's still he's bothering still, him. Yeah, yeah, I want to see I want to see him play like you know before that he's playing between seventy and eighty percent of snaps. I want to see that before I start rolling him back out there. And that's, that's just fair. Me. That's just at this point in the season, everything matters so so much. It's hard to eat a zero from a guy who runs seven routes and then is doesn't, on the bench for the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's totally fair. I mean i i i have downs on my dynasty roster, and I could have played him this week because um, it doesn't look like Jefferson's going to come off IR. Um, but I'm I'm playing Deontay Johnson instead, even though Johnson's not been that good lately either. I just think Deontay Johnson, you're guaranteed like volume, something. which is yeah. something that you can't get from Josh Downs. Mike, what are what are your thoughts on your own question? Yeah, with the banged up, banged up defense of the Buccaneers, I think you can. You think so? Yeah. You're not you're not worried. No. Mike pissing into the wind and in the face of God, <laughs> starting Josh Downs at the flex. Hell yeah. Um, uh, now I, we can now we can say that uh, Jeff's picking the Colts and Mike and I are picking the uh, Buccaneers. All right, sounds good. I thought I was looking up. I thought I saw something about Justin Jefferson before we started. Uh, oh. Because the rest because that, the rest of the Colts are easy. I mean, there's no tight end. You're not starting Minshew. You are starting Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Correct. Right. Correct and correct because Michael Pittman's a top twenty wide receiver. I have him ranked. I have him ranked nine. Woo! Um, but yes, I agree with all of that, Walker. Mike, do you agree with all of that? I agree with all of it. The Zach Moss experiment is over. You only keep him if you want to handcuff Jonathan Taylor. Pretty much. Correct. Yeah. All right. Next game up. Oh, oh it's, it's the, the free, free space, space game. Free space game. Giants Patriots. Giants two and eight. Patriots three and eight. New England three and a half point over unders. Giants. Uh, blah blah blah. New England three and a half point favorite. Gi- this don't need the Giants here. I'm going too fast. Okay. I'm so Patriots excited. two and eight. Giants three and eight. Uh-huh. New England three and a half point favorites. Thirty three and a half point over under. Putrid. Wow. Walk- Walker's the host now. <laughs> uh, Giants injuries are going to be uh, Jawan Bentley, Trent Brown, Jonathan Jones. Those are the. I'm Patriots. sorry. Those are the Patriots. Sorry. Oh, Pro Football Talk. Putting your guys in the wrong order, huh? Tricking me. For the Giants, Mario. Evan Neal is out. Dexter Lawrence, Darius Slayton are doubtful. Uh, Eric Gray is questionable. Uh, so fire up your Saquon Barkley's because there's no Eric Gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the Patriots, Jawan Bentley, Trent Brown, Jonathan Jones, Devontae Parker, Riley Reef, Matt Slater, and Dietrich Wise are all questionable. Uh, so half the roster. All right, free space game. Ramondre Stevenson, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Pop Douglas, yes or no? Yes. 
No. I'm with Mike. Wide receiver three in a three wide receiver league. Yeah, I have him at 38. So he's like just outside playable range for me. So uh, three wide receiver, two flex. Three receiver, one flex. I would say yes. Okay. Saquon Barkley, yes or no? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, no. Walker has New England winning. Mike has the <laughs> Mike. Giants. <laughs> Mike, Mike. Mike's sneaking in a no. Come on. Ignoring no. Mike. You're playing Saquon Barkley. Of course you are. Uh, are we starting Tommy DeVito or Mac Jones? Uh, I'm taking the bullet. <laughs> the guy breaks into Mike's house and uh, Walker's like to pull the trigger. Yeah, just do it. get it over with. Do it. <laughs> do it. Don't make me choose. Um. So let's see. Walker has New England winning. Mike has the Giants winning. Jeff is going to walk that line. It's going to be a tie, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, if, you, if you get that right, that'd be a legendary. <laughs> it's going to be a tie, baby. It's going to be 12 to 12. Oof. Uh, all right. But uh, it's going to be 12 to 12, but without field goals. It's going to be uh, two touchdowns, and they just miss all the extra points. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> uh, next game up, Jaguars-Texans. Much better game, I would say. Um, Jaguars are 7-3. and three. Texans are 6-4. and four. Jacksonville. Two point favorites, 47 and a half point over under uh, injuries in this one. Uh, Tyson Campbell will not play. Zay Jones and Roy Robertson Harris are both questionable for the Texans. Noah Brown, Jake Hansen, Jimmy Ward are all ruled out. Case Keenum, Damian Pierce and Juice Scruggs are all questionable. So, uh, Walker, um, your question is about Travis Etienne. Yes, he has played three career games against Houston. He has run for over 100 yards all three times. Can he do it again? I mean, <clears throat> your question does bring into the, the 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 idea of free will. Okay. But to that, I say, no, he doesn't get enough carries. They've, they've ramped him way down in the carries department. They're giving him more targets. Um, and they're also like rotating in Dearness Johnson more. I think that um, they are not giving him the opportunities to get a hundred, hundred rushing yards, hundred total yards. Sure. But hundred rushing yards. I don't, I'm not, I'm not so sure. That's fair. All right, Mike. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Um, October 8th was the last time he rushed for over a hundred yards. Um, and he's only done it once this season. So I'm going to say no. I agree, actually. I, I think that Houston's defense has gotten better, and I have ETN as a, obviously a guy you're starting this week, but I'm thinking maybe he runs for like 75 yards and a touchdown or something. Yeah, and gets like three catches. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, Travis ETN had like 17 and a half points. Good game. Yeah. Um, have you considered, and hear me out, that he's bad because Tank Bigsby is bigger. Have we considered this? <laughs> I considered that for about half a second the first time I saw it, and then I just regarded it as a joke for pretty much the rest of my life because <laughs> the rest of my life. How how could you possibly be serious with that take? People were serious. I know. Bigger is bigger is better. Uh, all right. <laughs> so all right. um, Trevor Lawrence. So, we playing him? I don't want to. Despite the game last week, I don't want to. Like Walker said, the Texans' defense is getting better. Trevor Lawrence had one blow-up game uh, in what was a good matchup. 
And so I'm cautious. I don't want to start him, mostly because I probably found a better option if I was already benching him. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert? I'd, I'd have to go Herbert. Trevor Lawrence, because Herbert's playing the Ravens. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Lawrence. Mm, Trevor Lawrence or Patrick Mahomes? Oh, Patty. I'm going to go Patty Mahomes. And Patty Maato. Maato. And last one, because it's the same game. Trevor Lawrence or CJ Stroud? CJ. I think so. Yeah, I agree. CJ Stroud. I got, by the way, speaking of CJ Stroud, I got mad last night uh, or this morning listening to the TH Fantasy podcast with Brandon Ayuk going to Houston because it makes so much sense and it made me so mad. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He has to stay. He has to stay a 49er. Um, uh, Let's see here. Um, Sorry, my mouse is not functioning. All right. Um, So let's go through the Jaguars. Uh, We're starting Trevor Lawrence, maybe, like Walker said. Or like Walker ran through for us. Uh, what about um, Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley's been very inconsistent this year. Do we think this is a good game or a bad game for Ridley? He's going to have to wait four weeks before he gets another good game. <laughs> Ooh, Mike doing uh, uh, Mike doing star signs. Cal- Calvin Ridley. Rachel Mercury's in retrograde again, and then he'll have another big game. <laughs> Calvin Ridley, unfortunately for me, he it's a uh, like. Uh, the process play while you're like getting beat beat to hell almost every week by it but he's getting enough targets he's in you know he's with a good enough quarterback he's still looks like a pretty good player you just have to figure it's gonna work at some point because the opportunity is there he's too good to be this bad yeah i mean it's i'm not saying he's amazing you know, and I'm not I'm not saying he's a really great option, but I I think you're playing him. OK, uh, what about Christian Kirk? Obvious start. Yeah, I think Kirk is easier because he's been getting more targets. Yep. And uh, Evan Ingram scores a touchdown. Evan Ingram, great matchup. Houston, really bad against tight ends. Uh, I need to both make you privy to something, an insane picture that pro football uh, focus put up. Okay. Uh, I would like everybody to search uh, PFF Fantasy for Raheem Mostert. If you would like to see, hold on, I need to share a screen here. If you would like to see a picture, a close up of Raheem Mostert's crotch for some reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he I don't know. And he's pooping out a ball. I don't know uh, why the insane photo choice here. All right, stop uh, sharing the screen. Confirm, stop sharing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I just have Twitter up and I double check for breaking news. Uh, so yeah, um, where were we? Evan Ingram uh, scores a touchdown. He's gonna. You can play him this week. Sorry, I got distracted by Raheem Mostert's crotch. <laughs> Ooh, maybe that's the episode title: Raheem Mostert's crotch. Crotch. <laughs> hey, did right. you guys? Did you guys see? Uh, well, I'm sure Mike didn't, but Jeff, did you see the picture somebody put up of? Uh, Nasty market open 24 hours. No, <laughs> so, I want to though. Somebody named uh, Connor at Yoga Instructor tweet, just tweeted that picture with a question mark, and <laughs> I quote tweeted it and said, "Saw you shopping here." 
So I, I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be hasty market, but the tree branches in the way making it nasty market. But I oh, like that it. might. Yeah, I think it is actually. <laughs> That's funny though. But it's better as nasty market. All right. Um, where were we? Uh, the the Texans. Uh, Nico Collins is he the wide receiver too now, Mike? Yeah. Uh, That's your question. And. Tank Dell or Nico Collins or both of them, are they going to finish in the top 25? Both. Yes, both. Tank Dell is going to be like 11 and Nico Collins is going to be like 23. I have Tank Dell at 16 and Nico Collins at 20. Dang. This MF hates Tank Dell. No, I think I think we need to talk about how they uh, are both of them like must start plays most weeks. I think Dell is right now because he's got such blow-up potential. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, Mike. Um, yeah, I was agreeing with you. I think you definitely, if you have to choose one or the other, you're going to take Tank, Tank Dell just based on what was Walker was saying with the blow-up potential. Yeah, I think I think that uh, Tank Dell did pass Nico Collins. Nico Collins is more of that just, like, solid guy. But... Um, Tank tells the one that he gets the big plays. He gets the big passes. He gets the big scores. So I would go Tank Dell uh, over uh, Nico Collins, though I do like them both. Little, little guy, big scores. Little guy, little guy, big scores, Papa John's. <laughs> That's right. Is, is that the phrase? <laughs> That's right. Shakaroni. <laughs> All right. Um, Devin Singletary. Do we start him if Damian Pierce does not play? He's been on fire lately. Yep. I think just the volume alone that he's getting, you know, 20, 30 carries. I don't think see him getting 30 carries, but um, he did a couple weeks ago. So just based on volume alone, yes. I'm, uh, well, I'm not playing him. You're not no? playing him. Oh, okay. No, I, I think this is going to be a bad week for him. I, I think Jackson was a lot more vulnerable through the air than on the ground, and I think Houston's going to take advantage of that. Okay, that's fair. So um, my other question, uh, I already know the answer for Walker, but Mike, if Damian Pierce does play, um, are we going Pierce or Singletary, both or neither? Neither. Neither. I tend to agree. I think this is going to be one of those games where you're not quite sure um, what what direction they're going to go. Like where you have this situation where uh, a guy blows up while another guy's hurt and then the other guy comes back. Like you cannot guess what's going to happen there. Like some coaches will be crazy and give the the old guy his job back. Some coaches will give the new guy a bunch of runs. Sometimes they'll split him down the middle. So it's not something I really feel comfortable guessing at. Exactly, and yeah, it could be Singletary. Even if Tim, if um, Pierce comes back, Singletary could have like twenty carries and and um, Pierce have five. But um, yeah, we just don't know what's going on, and I just would avoid it altogether. Yeah, it could be 25 the other direction, or it could be 12 to 13. Yep. So, yep, exactly. Um, all right, so we kind of ran through everybody in this game. I'm going to the Houston Football Texans in this one. I'm also I'm, picking Houston. I'm going Jacks. Ugh, Jacks. Yeah. Disgusting. Who do you think you are? The hit video game Mortal Kombat 2, which introduced <laughs> the character Jacks. Of Jacks, yeah. <laughs> SMF got metal arms over here. Okay. Um, next thing up, Browns, Broncos. Uh, Browns are seven to three. Broncos are five and five. 
Um, this is a uh, 36 and a half point over under Denver, one and a half point favorites. Uh, Denzel Ward uh, and Marquise Goodwin will not play for the Browns. Juan Thornhill, Anthony Walker, both questionable. Uh, Dwayne Washington, who I did not know was on the Broncos, uh, is questionable, as is uh, P.J. Locke uh, with an ankle injury. Um, my question for this game, um, the Browns are starting DTR quarterback. I don't think there's a lot to talk about there. Um, Broncos are a terrible run defense, so you're starting Jerome Ford. You can start Kareem Hunt, but I think the big question is, is David Njoku top three in a really good matchup against the uh, uh, Denver Broncos? I think so. I have him as my tight end three. Um, is that Denver, top three? That is, uh, just barely. But, yeah, I mean, Denver, the worst team against tight ends for fantasy points so far this season. So, yeah, I think uh, Najoku coming off of a 15-target game, you know, sometimes it doesn't have to be hard. Sometimes yeah. you can just say, hey, that guy's getting a bunch of targets and the team can't stop tight ends. So I'm going to play him. I'm going to play him. That had the very much uh, Trump. I'm going to come uh, uh, cadence to it. Folks, we're uh, going to play him. We're going to play uh, him in our lineup. Mike, what do you feel about David Njoku? I think top three is, is difficult to achieve regardless of who, who the player is, especially a tight end. But um, I, I I like the matchup. Um, and uh, DTR, I can see him peppering Njoku with targets especially as a dump off kind of guy. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to say no, but I can definitely see it happening. Okay. Um, so DTR has started two games um, for the Browns. And in those two games, he threw way too many passes, by the way, he threw 43 last week, 36, the start before where they got boat raced by the, um, by the Ravens. But that makes uh, of his 79 passes in starts, uh, David Njoku has 22 of those. Um, so that comes out to a 27% target share. So I will say David Njoku against a terrible tight end defense. I think he is top three um, on the week. Yeah, I mean, so 27% I'm, I'm, target share. That's like Hawkinson type numbers now. Yeah, and with no Mark Andrews, there is a spot there in the top three to open up. Like, I feel like it's going to be rotating more. Mm-hmm. And I will go ahead and put uh, David Njoku there, uh, mostly because we know it's not going to be George Kittle. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, elsewhere on the Browns, uh, are we starting Kareem Hunt, who's been weirdly getting uh, uh, some opportunity against a against the uh, Denver Broncos run defense? No. I would. No? Against this trashy Denver rush defense? I just feel like Denver's defense has been better lately. I mean – their run defense is skewed really bad by that awful game they had against the Dolphins, but they haven't played anywhere near that badly since then. Why? What happened against the Dolphins? Uh, they <laughs> gave up 70 points, and a lot of it was running. In a football game? Yeah. In a football One football game, 70 points. Yeah. How do you do that? You, if you're, you play a really bad game. Hold the fort. Okay, sorry. Yeah. My so, bit is uh, done now. I have I have Hunt at 35, so he's a guy. He's more of a speculative flex for me. Okay, okay. speculative flex. I mean that's that's fair. Um, uh, Amari Cooper is he just kind of that grit your teeth and yeah roll with it? Yeah, you're gonna have a tough time benching him, but I I don't expect a great game here. 
All right. So um, we'll get to Mike's question in a second, but I am going to ask about the other wide receivers. Are you starting uh, Amari Cooper or Cortland Sutton? Sutton. Sutton, yeah. Okay. Um, are you starting Elijah Moore or Jerry Judy? Judy. Um, I'll go Elijah Moore. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who are looking at the raw numbers from last week and going, oh, my God, look at all these targets. And we did that to an extent with David Njoku, but I just don't see them throwing the ball 40, 43 times again. I just don't see that happening. And that's what I think led to uh, Elijah Moore getting so many targets last week. So I'm out on Elijah Moore. Um, I don't particularly care for Moore or Judy. Um, I think Cooper and Sutton are the only guys in this game. And Mike, that leads into your question about Cortland Sutton. Yeah, do we continue to start him? I think especially with Denzel Ward out, you definitely play him. I think he's a lot like uh, he's uh, the running back equivalent of... uh, You mean the uh, wide receiver equivalent? The wide receiver equivalent, thank you, of Gus Edwards, Mm. where he's just going to score a touchdown every week, and you just know what's going to happen because when they're around the goal line, it's touchdown city. He's scoring a lot of touchdowns, yeah. He's probably going to have double-digit... Yeah. Oh, breaking news. Are we ready? Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews was officially placed on IR. Oh. <laughs> I figured it was going to be something obvious, but yeah. Yes. So breaking news is that. Um, all right. Um, Javante Williams, we're starting him, yes? Mm, sure. I feel like you have to from the volume alone. Mike, what do you think? I agree. Yeah. With who? Oh, well, with you. Okay. That's right. I, Walker and I said the same thing, but I was more specific. So, <laughs> um, uh, Russell Wilson, he's been no. bad, even though, yeah, he's been bad, even though the Broncos have been weirdly getting better. Yeah, I'm not playing against Cleveland. I, I, I'm not doing that. Not yeah, doing he- that? I don't think you can start him outside of two quarterback leagues, really. I mean, he had a he had a pretty good game last week, and he I think he finished as like the QB fifteen or sixteen or something like that. Um, yeah, he, he's just not good. No, I tend to agree. All right, um, so that does it for this game, I do believe, unless there's somebody else that I missed. I don't think so. I'm going with the Denver Broncos winning this one because they're going to turn over DTR like seventy five times. I'm also picking Denver. I'm going with Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. All right, let's move on to uh, Rams-Cardinals, a game that I wish both teams could lose, but alas, only one team can. Rams are four and and it's going to be the Cardinals. Rams are four and six. <laughs> Cardinals are two and nine. Uh, Rams, two and a half point favorites, 44 and a half point over under. Uh, injuries in this one. Cooper Cup is set to play this weekend. Karen Williams, uh, Kyron Williams, I do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I always do that to his name. Kyron Williams activated off of IR. Quentin Lake ruled out. Ben Skoranek questionable for the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown, Amari DiMarcado, Jonathan Ledbetter, Jesse Lucada, Zach Wilson, and Joey Blunt. All listed as questionable. Joey Blunt. Joey Blunt. Antonio Hamilton, Kevin Strong, and Michael Wilson are all listed as out. Um, so Walker, Walker asking the hard questions here. Uh, can we bench Cooper Cup? No. I agree. No. Yeah. No, even though he's banged up, like yeah, I'll take. You, you simply can't do it. 
yeah, it's uh, it, you you simply cannot do it. Um, I'm trying to remember what movie it was. What was uh, I know what you could do with your little finger. Um, that's I know what Cooper Cup can do with uh, uh, one foot. Score some fantasy points. And I'm distracted. Somebody talk. Uh, I think you should also start Puka Nakua. I do yeah. think. Oh, it's James Bond. There it is. It's from uh, Casino Royale. There we go. Oh, okay. Um, I think you oh, can also start Kyron Williams. I think you, Kyron Williams is a guy that you should start. Yes, that that uh, correct. Yeah, in case uh, in case um, people forgot what Kyron what trying this Ky- Kyron. In in case people forgot what Kylo Ren did the last time that he played uh, football, <laughs> Kylo, Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren the last time he played. Um, let's see, week one, 15 for 52 and two touchdowns. Uh, is that good? Week two, uh, uh-huh. he also scored a touchdown and he had 100 total yards. Uh, week three, he was a bum. He did nothing. Uh, oh, week bum. week four, week four, 127 and two. Uh, week five, bum again. Then week six, 158 and one against. Arizona uh, the, Cardinals. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the 49ers. <laughs> nope, against the Arizona Cardinals. So I think that Kyron Williams, uh, they inched him along. His uh, injury has like a three to five week uh, recovery time from what I've heard. And this has been five weeks since his injury. So if they're starting him or if they're activating him, he should be fully healed. I'm going wheels up on Kyron Williams this weekend. Yeah, I have him in my top 12. Wow. Okay. Hey, Grime Higby, do not start. Oh, Cardinals no, good tight end matchup. Still don't still start don't him? do it. No. Okay. Um, still don't start. Hey, Grime Higby, are we starting Matthew Stafford? Where does Matthew Stafford fall in ranks this week? I think in a two quarterback league, definitely. In a one quarterback league, uh, I don't think so. He he hasn't finished in the top twelve ever this season. Jeez. Yeah. So. That's I, right. I, no, thank you. In a one quarterback league, prove it no. before I start you. Yeah, uh, right. uh, prove it. Uh, just looking at Walker's uh, rosters. Damn, they were right. They're not starting Matthew Stafford anywhere. Uh, nope. Prove it. Um, all right, and that's it for the Rams. For the Cardinals, Mike, you want to know about Cardinals wide receivers? Yeah, can we trust any of these guys to be flex worthy? Uh, are we going to scorch the Dorch? I mean, with it, if Marquise Brown does not play, then I'm firing my Greg Dorch up. Singular. <laughs> I have one. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I did go around and scoop up Greg Dorch in a few leagues this weekend, just in case. Um, but I mean, if you're making this, if if we don't hear news about him before the ten o'clock games, I don't think you can roll with Greg Dorch unless you have an alternative. Yeah, because if Brown plays, then I don't think you're comfortable starting Dorch, and I don't know if you're comfortable starting a uh, banged up Marquise Brown either. Yeah, but what about Trey McBride? Do you feel good starting at Trey McBride? Now that I feel better about. All right, Mike? Yeah, I like McBride. And then James Conner is like a running back, too, at this point, correct? Yeah, I would say yes. so. All right, I have to ask you both a question near and dear to my heart. Do you start Kyler Murray against the Rams or Justin Herbert against the Ravens this weekend? I have this exact question in one of my leagues. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Uh I'm starting Kyler. Yeah, I'd go with Kyler as well. Me too. But I made the mistake of starting Tua over Justin Herbert, so I wouldn't have done that. Uh I made the I was I was the the way that I was thinking. Should have looked like, at the ranks, Jeff. 
Uh, I should have looked at the ranks. But my, my thought process was um, the the Jets uh, could get dominated by, like, uh, uh, the off guy that Sauce Gardner wasn't covering. And I just felt like Tua had, Tua had a four-touchdown game in him, whereas Justin Herbert doesn't. That's kind of my thought process. And I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay? <laughs> I was wrong as I disappear from the screen. Just, <laughs> Where, where'd he go? I completely disappeared. I don't know what happened. Tom Brady <laughs> took over the uh, the background. He disappeared. I, I, I'm back. Oh no, I turned it off. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, there he is. All right, so there I am with my dog asleep on the couch behind me. Alrighty, um, I got the L.A. Football Rams winning this one. I'm going with the Cardinals. I'm going with uh, the Rams. All righty. So let's talk about Chiefs Raiders. Uh, you know, this is really a hallowed matchup between Aiden O'Connell and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. No? Yeah, uh, classic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jack McKinnon out. Nicole Hardman placed on IR with a thumb injury. Um, for the Raiders, Max Crosby is doubtful. Marcus Epps, Colton Miller, Robert Spillane, and Roderick Teamer are all questionable. Um, my, uh, Walker, Walker's question, uh, was, uh, sneaky CEH week and Walker, you'll never guess who my sub 10% streamer was this week. Ha. Yes. Cause I was thinking it could be a sneaky Jarrett McKinnon week, but yep. he's not he got playing. hurt. Right. So I, I think it like desperation flex territory CEH. Sure. And maybe he has a really cheap DFS option, but in most leagues, you're not playing him obviously. Yeah, obviously this is going to be a, a Pacheco is going to be leading the way, but mm-hmm. Ceh and Jarek McKinnon combined for like forty percent of snaps, give or take, in most games. Um, so if you don't have Jarek McKinnon, that leaves more room for Ceh to play, and um, I think it'll be a handful of dump offs. It'll be some carries, you know. Um, so I think it is kind of a sneaky Ceh week, but again, it's a desperation play. So Walker and I, same page there. Mike. Yeah. Mike, um, you can say no. I'm I'm gonna I'm leaning towards no. Yeah. Get off the podcast. <laughs> okay. Bye. So Mike Mike dis- Mike's respectfully disagreeing. Yeah. As long as it's respectful, that's all that matters. Um. So yeah, I think I think we do have an option there with Ceh. Um. What about uh? There's also not listed on this, but Kadarius Tony no. was added to the injury report. Oh. Okay. So obviously no. Uh, so you know what I'm going to ask. This is about Rasheed. Is it Rasheed Rice time? Is it Rasheed Rice season? I don't. I like I don't, it. I don't think so. No. I no, like it. matchup's not very good. Fine. It'll never be Rasheed Rice season, will it? Uh, maybe <laughs> next year. He just needs a quarterback upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that quarterback. Uh-huh. That damn quarterback. Okay. Is it Marcus Valdez Scantling's time to drop another touchdown? Probably. I don't know. Probably. All right. I'm not playing any of these receivers. Pacheco must start, correct? Um, What about this Travis Kelsey fellow? Is Taylor Swift going to be in attendance? Because he will be a must start then. I do not care. He is tight end one. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, Mike, this Patrick Mahomes fellow, are we starting him? Oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. God, that guy. Um, 
Yeah, we're, why not? I was gonna say, we're, we're joking, but it is a little bit closer of a decision than it has been in previous uh, weeks. The matchup's not very good, and he also has not been very amazing. Good. Yeah. But he's still Patrick Mahomes, so you're still going to play him. Of course. Yeah, no. It, it, I want to see the brain the size. I, I want to see a brain big enough that sits Patrick Mahomes. I yeah, see that big brain if, play. If you're the guy that's playing CJ Stroud over Patrick Mahomes, more power to you. Hey, God bless. Patrick Mahomes, QB 11 on the season. All right. Are we starting uh, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Dobbs? Uh, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have to go Josh Dobbs on that one. That's a joke. That's a joke. Parody. Parody. I don't know. I might go Dobbs. Get out of here, Mike. I don't know. Mike. Mike's Mike's waiting on Patrick Mahomes' downfall. This this he's, is the QB eleven. This is QB eleven. He's yeah. not doing anything out there. Okay. You oh, know what? I'm come on. But Mike, would you put Josh would you really put Josh Dobbs in over Patrick Mahomes? No. But <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm I'd be tempted to. My, Mike's like, I'm thinking about it. Again. I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking strongly about it. I'm not going to do it, but I'm thinking very strongly about it. Mike's idly dragging and dropping uh, Josh Dobbs into the spot and then putting him back, just so that Patrick <laughs> Mahomes knows that he's on thin and ice. <laughs> I've had it with you, Patrick. In, in, right. in super flex leagues, he's demoting Mahomes to the super flex <laughs> slot super yeah. and putting Dobbs in as the QB one. That's right. Hell yeah. I'm glad that that's a thing that everybody does because I'm like, <laughs> look, man, you need to get your shit together. Yes, You're at the absolutely. super flex spot for now. <laughs> so actually, yes, but. No, because if they're if they start at the same time, I can yeah. do that. But if I always put the later one further down. Yeah, it's a symbolic demotion. Uh, it's uh, I do it in fantasy baseball more because my home league has two utility slots. So I'm nice. like, if there's like two like second baseman or whatever, I'm like, you're in utility because you need to you need to pull it together, man. Get it together, man. What's All right. Marcus Simeon won for his last 16. Unbelievable. Putting him, putting him in the, putting him in the utility slot. So he goes really into the, slot. yeah, he goes into the utility, and uh, we're we're putting. Uh, Cattell Marte. Zach McKinstry into the second base. <laughs> Zach McKinstry. All right. Uh, my question for the Raiders is: Is this becoming a free space team? Uh, parentheses derogatory, in so much as it is Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, and the rest of this offense is terrible, and I will not want to start anybody else from this team. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 What Jacoby Myers is an afterthought with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Yeah. The tight ends don't get enough targets. So yeah, it's just uh, it's just Jacobs and Adams. Yeah. If if they switch it up and Jimmy Garoppolo comes back in, then we'll have a discussion about Jacoby Myers. But he's just not Aiden O'Connell's guy. Like his targets is everything fell off a cliff when Aiden O'Connell came in because um, he was just there because oh he was. Good because Jimmy Garoppolo loved him, and that's just not the case with O'Connell. Yeah, O'Connell does doesn't want to throw to him, and Garoppolo loves throwing to him. So yeah, if Jimmy G comes back in, then Myers is like a top twenty four guy immediately. But temporarily, this is a uh, free space team derogatory. All yeah. right, let's talk Bills Eagles. Uh, Dane Jackson, Taylor Rapp have been ruled out for the for the Bills for the Eagles. Uh, Dallas Goddard. Grant Calcaterra, Justin Evans, and Milton Williams are all out. So that means it's Albert Okwegbanam season. Mm. Um, not really. Don't do that. Uh, Bills are six and five. Eagles nine and one. 
Philly three point favorites, 48 and a half point over under. Um, Mike, you wanted to ask about James Cook. Yeah, is he going to finish inside the top 20? No. He will finish as RB22. <laughs> I have him ranked 27 on the week. Everybody's just like, end of discussion. <laughs> Mike, what are your thoughts on your own question? Yeah, I, I think he will. I think he'll catch enough passes, um, run for enough yards. I, w- I would say he's going to score a touchdown, but he never does. So that's out of the question. Um, but I think he'll do enough uh, on the, you know, with both those receptions and yards to finish inside the top 20. Yeah, I, I think that the lack of touchdown is what's going to screw him. You know, he's he's just kind of every week, he's just the, like back in RB2. So I guess, you know, he could be a good uh, running back option, but not one that uh, finishes within the top 20. 11 carries for 49 yards. Four catches for 27 yards. I mean, sure. 11, 11.6 fantasy points. I'll take that for my RB2. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. All righty. Yeah, you're um, still playing him. I mean, are we cutting Gabe Davis? Get this no. jerk off the <laughs> roster. No. Are we He's starting Gabe too Davis? Explosive. I mean, no. you can, you can. I think you can. I, I I don't know if you want to, but you can. Um, let me ask this: Do either of you see this game being a shootout? I mean, I think the over-under is pretty good, so I guess no. I don't think shootout, because I don't think like a 27-24 would be a shootout. Okay. Mike, yeah. do you think this one's a shootout? No, I think I think 27-24 sounds about right. I don't think either team will reach 30 points in this game. Defense, too good. Okay, so that sounds like three touchdowns. So we're going Stefan Diggs gets one, Josh Allen runs one in, and then what, Khalil Shakir? Could be Kincaid. Oh, Dalton Kincaid. Kincaid, yeah. Yeah. So no Gabe Quentin, Davis. Quentin Morris touchdown. Hell yeah, let's go with Quentin. Quentin Morris. Um. All right, so Dalton Kincaid, still starting him, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh Allen, sure. still starting him. Not mm-hmm. worth the discussion. Same with Stefan Diggs. All right, Um. Latavius Murray, not a sneaky flex play this week. I seem to be able to call sneaky Latavius Murray flex games, and this one did not call to me. Because the Eagles are a good run defense. No, he's not even in my top 50. No. All right. Um, my question is, uh, Is this becoming? The, are the Eagles becoming a free space team, parentheses, complimentary? Which is DeAndre Swift smashes, Jalen Hurts smashes, A.J. Brown smashes, Devonta Smith smashes, and when he comes back, if he comes back, Dallas Goddard smashes. But you do not consider anybody else on this roster. Yeah, please, please do not even think about Julio Jones. I like Julio. But Walker, without Grant Calcaterra and without uh, Dallas Goddard, who's going to catch touchdowns? A.J. Brown. Oh, right, 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 right. right. But who's going to score from the one-yard line if not DeAndre Swift? Or if not Kenny Gainwell, if not Boston Scott? Probably the quarterback. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Do they have a special play just for that? Yeah. Mm. It's pretty good. They're like 100% successful. Dang. Do they call this, like, the ass shove? <laughs> shove. <laughs> shove the ass. You got it in one. Yep. Nailed it. Absolutely. That's what they call it. 
Yeah. Um, that's like the one thing they don't call it is the ass shove. Um, yeah. So is this a free space team? Yeah, for now. I mean, with Goddard out, there's no scenario where you're benching Devontae Smith. So, yeah, it, you're playing all four of those guys and nobody else. Mike, is this a free space team? Complimentary. That's a yes. Yes. Because <laughs> the other one was derogatory. All right. Um, I got the Buffalo Bills winning this one. Um, it's They're going to shock the world because uh, the Eagles can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, I agree. I think the Eagles are playing with their food too much right now. The Bills are desperate. I'll take Buffalo. All right. I got Phi. Phi, Theta, got- Kappa. What? I got the Eagles. All right, let me ask you both a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, Walker, you mentioned they're playing with their food too much. Is this the, began- the beginning of a two-game losing streak for them? Uh, because they played the 49ers the week after that. <laughs> um, I'm just looking for an answer. Yeah, why not? Woo! Mike <laughs> says no. But it could next week could be the beginning of a two-game losing streak because they play the Niners and the Cowboys. I don't think they're going to lose to Dallas. But what if they play them at the same time? Mm, that would be tough. That would be difficult. Um, no, I don't think they lose to the Cowboys either. But maybe the Niners? It's, it's definitely possible. This is ridiculous. This is such a cupcake cupcake schedule down the stretch for them. Uh, Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Ridiculous. See, yeah, Seahawks, fine. And then uh, three garbage teams. Yeah, well, Seahawks, if something, if Geno Smith aggra- aggravates his elbow and it's Drew Locke season. Right, that's then that's poop. And then the Giants are poop and the Cardinals are, I mean, they're not poop with Kyler Murray, but they're not great. Yeah, they're not poop from a butt. They're poop from, like, you just, like, find it outside. I guess uh, it was originally from a butt. But. Yeah, it's still, it all, it all originates there. Poop in a colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from a butt. <laughs> that's, that's the episode title. <laughs> poop in a colostomy bag. <laughs> It's not from a butt, though. No, it's from, like, your intestine. <laughs> yeah, it's from, you know, it's not from the exit door. It's from the hallway. From the hallway. <laughs> all, right, that, all right, we're, we're getting off the rails. <laughs> yeah, here. we're way all off right. the rails. All right, Ravens Chargers. All right, uh, Ravens are 8-3. They go to L.A. to play the Chargers, who are 4-6. and six. Baltimore, three-and-a-half-point favorites. 48 and a half point over under uh, Ravens have Odell Beckham and Zay Flowers as questionable. Marlon Humphrey, Charlie, Charlie Kolar, Ronnie Stanley, Demarion Williams are also questionable. Mark Andrews, as I mentioned earlier, placed on IR. Trenton Simpson is uh, out with a concussion and Malik Harrison is doubtful for the Chargers. Gerald Everett, Jalen Guyton are questionable. Nick Vanette and JT Woods have also um, <clears throat> been ruled out for this weekend. So, Walker, what is your question for this game? Lamar, over under 300 total yards. Mm, I'm going to say under because he's going to get like 260. And then uh, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and Keaton Mitchell are going to get like 180 combined. It's going to be a lot of running. Yeah, I, I think it'll be really close. Um Say eighty. Say he gets like sixty-five rushing and 
to 25 passing. Nope. That's 290. It's 290. So I'd say no. I'm going yes. I, I, I think do, it's. I do appreciate that, that Mike covered his ears and closed his eyes like he was channeling the future when he did that. Mike, <laughs> yes. Mike was just like, I have to see the future stat line for Lamar Jackson. I'm going 255 passing and 67 rushing. Ooh, okay, so now I have to break down mine because I said, what, 270? So it'll be 201 passing, 69 rushing. Nice. Okay. And it'll have... I'll have two passing touchdowns. And One Mike's, yeah, Mike's saying two, 225 and 65. No, 55. 55. No, 65. Um, he has two touchdowns. One to Isaiah Likely. One to Odell Beckham Jr. Odell. I will say uh, two touchdowns. One to Zay and one to Odell. Yeah, Odell Beckham, sneakily a very good play all of a sudden. Yeah, he's been getting like seven targets every week, so he's a he's a solid like low end wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. He's only forty nine percent rostered. He was like one of my favorite streamers this week. But another one of my favorite streamers is Ty J Spears. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so let's see. Ravens. You're playing uh, Gus Edwards, I think. Yes, Gus Edwards. Uh, some are calling him the running back equivalent of Cortland Sutton. I've heard it before. I have yeah. I have heard it. He's just scoring a touchdown just every week. So I think you can count on that. Um, Keaton Mitchell, please don't do that to yourself in a week where every team is playing. No. Like it might work out or he might get seven carries for 28 yards. Yeah, I, I'm not interested until he's more consistently involved. Mike, do you concur? I concur. All right. Um, Isaiah Likely, intriguing or no? Chargers are terrible against tight ends. No Mark Andrews. He's sneaky. Top 12, maybe. I have him at 18. I mean, I, I just... I, I don't know. I know the matchup's really good, but I just... This season, he hasn't been that involved. It seems like since they've made the improvements to the receiver room, they've been throwing to those ancillary tight ends less. And I don't know that Mark Andrews going out means that Isaiah likely immediately becomes the target getter. I, I think it's going to distribute more among the receivers. That's fair. I mean, we did talk about it in the past. Um, I forget when we were talking about it, about when uh, Mark Andrews went down or when they didn't have Mark Andrews in the past, that it was a lot of Isaiah likely, but the shape of the team was a lot different. Right. You know, it was, a, it was a lot of like, uh, I mean, they were still uh, starting like Devin Duvernay and James yeah. Crochet at receiver. <laughs> and who was the third guy? I was trying to think of the third guy. Uh, Demarcus Robinson? No, Tylen Wallace. Oh, yeah, they did have him at one point. They also <laughs> had Miles Boykin at one point. Boykin, yep. yeah. There was a little uh, Deshaun, Wa- uh, Deshaun Jackson in there. There was a little Deshaun Jackson in there. Chris a Moore? Little, a little uh, Sammy Watkins as well. Sammy Watkins, true, true. He did play there. Yeah, so the let's just Having say the, time. the uh, receiver room is a little bit better this time around. All right, let's talk about the Chargers. You're starting Austin Eckler. Mm. You're starting Keenan Allen. Are you starting Justin Herbert? Can you bench Justin Herbert against the Ravens, who allow the 31st, who are 31st in fantasy points allowed to uh, quarterbacks on the season? Yeah, so second best defense against quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I 
is he? I mean, he's still in my top 12, so I would advocate playing him in most circumstances. But I could understand benching him as well. Unironically, Justin Herbert's or the Pastronaut? Herbert. Yeah, I got to go Herbert as well. All right. I'm trying to think of situations that people might actually be in, like Herbert. Herbert or Fields. That was going to be my next one because it's the next game as well. I would go Justin Fields over Justin Herbert. In the Battle of the Justins, I would go Fields over Herbert. Yeah, me too. I guess I, I would go Herbert still. Yeah, we already talked about Kyler and Herbert. Um, what about the either of the guys in Jags, Texans, or Justin Herbert? I take Stroud over Herbert, um, not Lawrence. Okay, Mike? So Stroud, Lawrence, Herbert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rank those three. Um. I go Stroud, Herbert Lawrence. Yep, same. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right, and then um, no sneaky plays on the uh, the Chargers. No, I don't think so. No, it's just Keenan Allen, really. Yep. Yeah, it's just Keenan Allen, and then that's it. All right, let's talk about Bears Vikings. Uh, there is no injury report out for this game yet because it is on Monday. So um, check your Oh, wait, actually, no. Since this has gone up, since we started recording, these teams would have had to submit their their uh, um, injury report. So I'm going to dig those up while we talk about the game. Uh, Bears 3-8, and eight, Vikings 6-5, and five, Minnesota 3-point favorites, 43-and-a-half-point over-under. Mike, you wanted to talk about the Bears passing game options. Is it Komet or DJ Moore or both? I, I think it's more DJ Moore. I think it's more DJ Moore, but I think that Cole Komet, given the lowered expectations for uh, run um, tight ends, you can still start him. I think he's an upper blob guy. Upper blob's fair. I, I think Moore is a wide receiver, too, and uh, Komet is a fringe tight end one. Yeah. All right. I found injury reports for this one. Uh, Caleb Evans, Justin Jefferson, both listed as questionable. Uh, Kiris Tonga, also listed as questionable. Uh, for the Bears, um, Larry Borum, mm-hmm. um, more like Larry boring me because he's going to be out with an illness. <laughs> uh, he's doubtful. Deonta Foreman also doubtful. So that kind of makes uh, Khalil Herbert a little interesting. Um, and Tyreek Stevenson is questionable with an ankle injury. So that's the injury report for Vikings and Bears. Um, so talking about the the Bears, uh, Mike, you said um, what was your what was your take on that? I'm sorry, I was reading the injury report. Commit or DJ Moore? I think I could stick with DJ Moore for commit. Uh, I think so too. Um, so with the uh, idea that Deonta Foreman's out, are we are we are are we thinking Roshan Johnson might be a sneaky flex? No, no, he's bad. What about Khalil Herbert? What are we doing with Khalil Herbert? Considering he will be the only good running back on on this team. Flex option. Yeah. I think he's, yeah. A, he's a high flex. Yeah, I would say, like, I don't do ranks, but I'd say probably fit in around, like, RB28 for me. Like, I don't want to start him, but if I have to start him, I'm like... All right, fine. Fine, I'll do it. Yeah. You know... You, you're you probably going to get, like... You're going to get one of those A.J. Dillon games where he has, like, 11 points. Yeah, trying to decide between Khalil Herbert or, like... Uh, Najee uh, Harris. Yeah, or Zay Flowers. No, oh, yeah. Jay Flowers is Khalil Herbert. Yeah, Khalil Herbert or um, 
Deontay Johnson. Mm. I'd rather go Herbert. Who, who are the? Uh, they're playing the Bengals. I'd probably go Deontay, just because the catches, like. Yeah, I think I probably would also go Deontay, but it's close. Yeah. Well, I mean, Deontay is a touchdown machine. He is up to, what, one this year? <laughs> one. Something like that, yeah. Uh, He's opened the floodgates. Yeah, the running backs and receivers are a lot closer for me this week. Because, like, I have Herbert at 33, but I think he's a solid flex option. And I would say, like, I would start Khalil Herbert, RB33, over Drake London, wide receiver 36, but not over Amari Cooper, wide receiver 35. Yeah, this week is very weird because somehow, despite every team playing, it feels like none of the good matchups are playing. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It feels like everybody has a bad matchup this week. Except for, like, the tight ends seem to all have good matchups. Yeah, the tight ends are fine. But, like, everybody's just kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. Um, all right, so, Walker, you want to know about the Vikings? Yeah, can we just be done with the backfield here? Yeah, high-end version of the Panthers' backfield. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah, because... Chandler is working in enough to make Madison annoying. Madison's not very good anyway. Neither is Chandler. So they don't score a lot of touchdowns. They don't run very efficiently. They don't catch a whole lot of passes, especially now that Dobbs is running more instead of dumping it off. I don't see a reason to play these guys right now. Yeah, they're not guys that I would be super excited. Like, I would rather start Khalil Herbert than them in this game. And we just mm-hmm. talked about how Khalil Herbert was like, yeah, I guess. I guess I'll do it. Sort of, sort yeah, of uh, start. I agree. I agree. Mike? Yep. Write them off um, when neither of them are doing good. I mean, they're in a better offense than, like, Carolina. But you could definitely see the similarities as far as production-wise goes. Um, so, I, yeah, I'd stay away from it. Okay. Um, are we starting uh, Jordan Addison? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Like, uh, is he like a top 30 guy, Walker? 28. 28. Okay. Um, TJ Hawkinson, you're obviously starting. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Josh Dobbs? Is he going to continue his cool run of doing cool things? Or is um, would you rather go somewhere else with no teams on by? Yeah, I mean, with no teams on by, I have him at quarterback 13. So just outside of startable range. But, I mean, it depends on who you had. Like, I would have started him over Jared Goff. Um, would have started him over, like, Russell Wilson. So, I mean, I it depends on who you have. All right. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking QB 14 when you proposed the question. So, um, yeah. He's just outside that top 12 range. Okay. I, I tend to agree. I think he's, yeah, he's he's not a guy that I want to start this week if I can help it. So, um, all right. Uh, I've got the uh, Minnesota Vikings winning this one. Yeah, it looks like we all do. Yep. All right. So uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Football History Podcast. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday to review uh, these 12 games. And then do we know what's on Thursday Night Football next week? No. No. Seahawks, Cowboys, baby. Go oh. Meteor. Okay. Well, at I least hope. it should be a better game. Right. Did that work for Ravens, Bengals? No. Not really. Yeah, because everybody died. Yeah, unfortunately. All right. So we will be back on Tuesday to review all these week's action and preview that game. Tickets are as low as $22 for that game, if you're curious. Damn. 
No. I wish I was in that area. All right. So we'll be back for Walker and Mike. This is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care. And uh, from everybody here, a hearty go blue. Go blue. Jonathan Smith. Thank you for listening to the Football Absurdity Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at FBallAbsurdity. Jeff is at Jeff Crisco, K-R-I-S-K-O. Walker is at Big Daddy Drix with an X. Mike is RFL Red Zone. Please check out our website, footballabsurdity.com, for weekly ranks, start sits, sleepers, gambling advice, and more. Please also check out our youtube.com slash football absurdity for our weekly start sit show on Sunday mornings, as well as our Saturday morning gamble town show and our Thursday night farceball live stream. Please also check out our discord. A link to that is at the top of footballabsurdity.com. We also have a Patreon where you can find our Tuesday episode where we review each episode that can be found at patreon.com slash football absurdity. Thank you for listening.